0: today's thursday january 12th the title for our devotional is the body and the blood now that we have the background of the passover meal and the scene of the last supper in view let's take a deeper look at the symbolism of jesus body and blood as i said yesterday jesus takes these familiar symbols of the passover meal and he infuses them with new meaning in himself. Luke twenty two, nineteen to twenty. Says And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way after the supper he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. The Passover meal would have already included unleavened bread and wine. Jesus here, again he said, he infuses these symbols with new meaning. Really, their ultimate meaning. The Passover lamb, as we've seen, has always pointed ahead to Jesus. Lambs had no power to deliver us or save us from our sins. It was always through Jesus for all time that we are delivered from our sins. So when the Israelites celebrated Passover for centuries before Christ, they were looking back to the Exodus and maybe unknowingly, looking ahead to the true fulfillment of the Passover lamb in the Messiah, in Jesus. The bread is his body given for you. And his blood is the cup poured out for you. In his flesh, Christ bore our sins, as 1 Peter 2.24 tells us. Through the shed blood of Jesus, we are made holy, as Hebrews 13.12 tells us. The body of the Lamb was sacrificed for the deliverance of the people of Israel. Jesus' body was beaten, broken, and nailed to a cross for our deliverance. The blood of the Lamb was placed over the doorframe to mark the people of Israel as a means of deliverance. The blood of Jesus is shed for us, covers our sins, making us holy and blameless. Before God. When it comes to interpreting this text and the precise nature of the body and the blood of Jesus and the bread and wine, there are four primary views in the Christian church. I don't want to get hung up on these too much, but just for our awareness. The first one is transubstantiation. This is practiced in the Catholic Church. It is the belief that the bread and the wine literally turn into the body and blood of Jesus upon consumption. This view interprets the words of Jesus here in a very woodenly literal fashion and doesn't do justice to the memorial theme of the Passover and to the remembrance language here in Luke and in 1 Corinthians 11. It also suggests that Jesus dies repeatedly, contradicting other teachings in the New Testament about Jesus dying once and for all. Hebrews 7.27 and Romans 6.10 say. Another view is consubstantiation. This view holds that the elements of the bread and the wine remain intact and aren't transubstantiated, but that the body and blood of Christ exist alongside the elements of bread and wine, in some mystical fashion. This view fails, falls prey to the same problems as transubstantiation, in my view. The third one is uh, what can be called real presence. This view holds that in some spiritual sense, the body and blood of Christ are present in the elements. We don't need to explain it any further, as it's a mystery and miracle. This view is compelling, and the only other of the views that I think are tenable. Fourth is the memorial view. In this view, the bread and the wine are symbols pointing believers to the significance and efficacy of Christ's atonement on their behalf. Like the Passover, which was to be done as a memorial, so the Lord's Supper is a memorial. Jesus was speaking metaphorically when he says that the bread is his body. He did this often, as we all do, and you can see examples of it in Luke 13, 32, and John 6, 51. So at LifeBridge, we hold to a memorial view of communion. This is not to say that communion does nothing to strengthen the faith of believers. It's quite to the contrary. Tomorrow, we'll explore the meaning of communion further and what communion does and the value of it in enriching the faith and the life of followers of Christ. For additional content today, I've linked you to uh, a book on Amazon. Uh, it's a Zondervan Counterpoints series, Understanding Four Views on the Lord's Supper. If you're curious or have questions about the different views of the Lord's Supper, this book will give you a great start to the conversation around these four views.